Brother, there's no strings attached to this pulpit. You just obey God. Love you tonight. Appreciate you. Let's give him a good Bendale welcome to this pulpit. Hallelujah. I wonder would you give the Lord a good shout of triumph all across this house tonight? Hallelujah. 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 How many is thankful for his presence? How many is thankful for his holy anointing? Thank you, Jesus. There's nobody like Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, there's no place I'd rather be than to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. We serve a God that is faithful. Amen. We serve a God that is able. Amen. There is nothing too hard for him, nothing that he cannot do, that he cannot accomplish. Amen. I know we had a great time around here yesterday. Amen. And the presence of the Lord has moved even here in the house of the Lord tonight. How many is thankful for the liberty that you feel in the Holy Ghost tonight? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, Matthew chapter 6. Amen. Verse number 19. Matthew 6, verse 19. Amen. My wife was uh, picking with me when she saw that I had a lengthy text to read tonight. And I told her it's all right. I get it from her daddy. Amen. So, amen. So if you would bear with me tonight. Matthew chapter 6, verse number 19. It says, lay not up for yourselves treasure upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thine whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. We cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you by taking thought can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toll not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Somebody say first. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. 
I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down one more time? Let's lift our hands together all across the house of the Lord. Come on, how many wants God to have his way throughout the remainder of this service tonight? God, I come before you. God, I pray that you'd empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions. God, and I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing, God. Lord, let your word accomplish what you send it out to do. God, I know that your word will not return void, but it will do what you send it out to do, God. Lord, I pray, God, that you would bind up the brokenhearted and set every captive soul free. God. Lord, I pray that you would bring liberty to those that are bound up in their spirit, God. Lord, you said a bruised reed you would not break and a smoking flax you would not quench. God, Lord, I pray, God, that you would breathe revival in this house tonight. Breathe refreshment into somebody's lungs tonight, God. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing and for what you want to do, God. Lord, I pray, God, that your anointing would bind up the brokenhearted, set every captive soul free. That your anointing destroy every yoke of bondage. Lift the heavy burden off the shoulders of your people tonight God and if any good thing would happen in this house tonight God let it be said that it's because of your anointing one more time let's lift our voice let's clap our hands come on anybody thankful for the name of Jesus that name that is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess come on to somebody want to confess him right now God I confess that you are king of kings and lord of lords there is nobody like you Jesus thank you lord hallelujah hallelujah somebody say in Jesus name hallelujah tell somebody before you're seated tell them first hallelujah you may be seated hallelujah that's what I want to talk to you tonight about is first amen can I tell you that here in this passage, Jesus keeps mentioning two different choices. And as I, I prayed today and studied, fasted unto the Lord, wanting to make sure that I didn't just come with a sermon tonight, but that I came with a word from the Lord. Amen. How many wants to hear the word of the Lord this evening? Hallelujah. Jesus keeps mentioning two different choices and he starts off by saying that uh, you're either laying up your treasures on earth or you're laying up your treasures in heaven. And he emphasizes how important it is to make sure uh, that you put your treasure in the right place. Uh, he lets us know very surely uh, that where our treasure is, there will our heart uh, be also. Uh, Jesus said, I want you to understand that as uh, you are investing in this life, uh, make sure you are investing in your spiritual future. Uh, don't just lay things up on this earth uh, for where you put your your treasure that is where your heart is going to call home where you invest all your time and your effort and your energy that is where your heart will say I belong here where I have found my treasure and I let somebody know tonight it is very important where we place our trust and where we place our treasure Jesus said make sure that you invest in a kingdom that 
is not of this world. For you, if you invest of the things of this world, the thief will break in and steal. The moth will corrupt and the rust will destroy. But if you put your peace, if you put your confidence, if you put your treasure in the things of heaven, there is no thief that can break in or steal. Time cannot corrode what you lay up in heaven. Time cannot destroy the things that you give to God. The things of this earth will pass away. It's a lot like the grass that we just read about. That's here one day and the next, the next day the sun comes up and burns it down and it is no more. That is what our life is but a vapor. But the good news is if for those that have been born again and filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost that life does not end at death but they can have eternal life. The sad news is for those that have not been born again of the water and of the Spirit they will live but it will be an eternal damnation an eternal destruction can I tell you tonight when that last trumpet sounds I don't want my heart to feel like this earth is its home because my feet will not get off the ground but if my heart says I already belong to a place that's out of this world when I hear that last trumpet my feet will leave this whole earth and I'll know I'm finally going home this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up. Come on, where are you putting your treasure? If your treasure is is given to the things of this earth, then when destruction comes and heartache comes, it'll destroy your heart because your heart has made it made its home in the treasures that you've accumulated, the, the things that you have placed value in. If they're not of God, it will cause heartache and pain and failure. But can I tell you that when we invest our time and our efforts and our energy into the house of the Lord and into the things of God, God takes notice of those that give faithfully. God takes notice of those that say, it's not just about me, but I've got to do something for the kingdom of God. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 19 verse 29 and everyone that have forsaken houses or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive an hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. Can I tell you that God is not just sitting somewhere demanding that we lay everything down but he says if you'll give me your heart I will give you my heart. If you'll give me your all I will give you my all if you'll surrender to me then I'll make you something that you can be proud of I'll make something out of your life that hell cannot destroy I'll make something out of you that no matter what you have laid down for my name's sake I will bless you and I will keep you and you will inherit eternal life Amen. You're talking about a return on your investment. Amen. Inheriting eternal life. 
receiving an hundredfold. I want to tell somebody here in the house of the Lord tonight, the devil has told you that you have laid things aside in vain. The devil has told you that you have severed relationships in vain and told you that it doesn't really matter. You might as well just go back and pick up those things that you've laid down because it's not benefiting you anyway. But I've come to tell you tonight, you need to tell the devil you are a liar and the father of every lie. But every relationship that I've had to sever in the name of Jesus, God is with me. Everything that I've ever had to lay down for my salvation, it was worth it. And I'm never going back. My eyes are fixed on him. He is my treasure. He is my reward. And I will search for him. Be careful where your treasure is. It doesn't take long to find out where your treasure really is. Because you'll find out during worship service that your heart really isn't in the house of the Lord because your treasure is somewhere else. Oh, but when you make up your mind, I want to be just like David and say, hey, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In Psalms 92, David said, hey, I want to be like that evergreen tree that is flourishing in the courts of the Lord. I want to be planted in the house of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I made up my mind. You might as well take out a little spiritual shovel and dig me a place around the altar somewhere because I've made up my mind. I'm going to invest in the kingdom of God I'm going to put my treasure hallelujah in the things that belong to him for he will never fail he will never forsake and he will never leave my treasure is in him Jesus goes on to mention two masters and he says there's no way That somebody can serve two masters, really. Because the word that master was translated from means supreme in authority. That is controller. God, Lord, our master. Can I tell you tonight that there can only be one supreme authority in your life. Either it is Jesus Christ or either it is the things of this world. Either it is Jesus Christ or it is the lust of the flesh. Either it is Jesus Christ or it is the things of this world that we devote our time and our attention to. Jesus said, I want to make it very clear that no man can serve two masters but you have to sell out you have to sell out everything and say I made up my mind Jesus is my master he is my captain I am submitting to his authority I am submitting to his will he will be number one in my life he's not just a spare tire but he's the engine that keeps me going he's not just a lug nut somewhere but he is the heart and the brains of everything that goes on in my life. He is at the center. A master requires and demands total devotion. And Jesus said, if you're trying to straddle the fence, 
You find yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Because then you'll pull one of your masters close to you. And the other one's going to feel left out and neglected. Oh, if you're trying to straddle the fence, you'll pull one master close and shun the other. You'll begin to love one and hate the other. And God said it can't be that way. But you've got to make up your mind. I want Jesus with all my heart. And I will not be satisfied serving my flesh. I will not be satisfied serving myself. I must serve him. can I tell you tonight that Jesus is jealous and that we serve a jealous God that wants us all to himself when God brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt he said I want to tell you something in Exodus 34 and 14 he says for thou shalt worship no other God for the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. He was bringing them out of a place that worshipped multiple gods, thousands of gods even. And he said at the very beginning, I want you first to understand you got to get it for yourself. I want you to grab a hold of the revelation that I don't want you worshipping any other God for my name is jealous and I am a jealous God. I am your captain. I am your master I am your God and I don't want anything taking my attention from you I don't want anything to be the focus of your life other than me he said I want to get it in your hearts real quick in Deuteronomy 6 and 4 he said hear O Israel The Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. God said, I want all of your heart. I want all of your soul. I want all of your might. I don't want to share you with the world. I don't want to share you with the devil. I don't want to share you with the flesh. But I want every part of you. I am your God. There is but one Lord. And I am a jealous God. And I desire you more than anything. There is only one true living God. Can you imagine the heartache, the heartbreak that that one true God must feel when its people lay him down and chase after a facade? and chase after something that is fake, that is not even real, that is not even genuine. I wonder how it would make some of us daddies feel if our children just threw us down to the side and began to go after somebody else as a father figure that was not even a good example of a father. Can you imagine how that would make you feel? I've come to tell you tonight that God said, I want to be your everything. There is no other gods. I am the only one. Don't wait.
waste your time. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your efforts chasing after things that are not real. It'll leave you empty. It'll leave you busted. It'll leave you disgusted with your life. But put your faith, put your treasure in heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I want, I, want to, I want to let you know real quick that you can only have one. Choose your master wisely. Choose what you want to serve wisely. Oh, I like the way Joshua said it. Joshua listed out a name of all the countries that were around them. And he mentioned the gods that they served. And he wrote them down on a list and he called them out. And he said, hey, I want you to know there's a lot of options out there. There's a lot of things that are fighting for your attention. But he said, I want to let you know one thing. That's for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. Joshua said, you got to make up your mind for yourself. Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me, I've already told my wife, already told my babies, we're going to worship Jesus. We're going to praise him. We're going to magnify him. Because here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. And I'm going to fall in love with him with all my heart. I'm going to fall in love with him with everything within me. Oh, let's clap our hands. Somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Come on, he wants to be first. He wants to be number one in your life. As for me, I will serve the Lord. I'd be a fool to stand here tonight and tell you there's not other things that appeal to the flesh. I'd be a fool to tell you that there's not other things that fight for control of your mind and for your spirit. I'd be crazy to stand here to tell you that there's not things in the world that may look appealing but I feel a lot like Moses felt when he said, I'd rather to suffer the afflictions of the righteous than to enjoy the pleasures of sin just for a season, just for a moment. Can I tell you, you've got to get a hold of the revelation that this thing is winding up and it won't be long until Jesus splits those eastern skies and he comes back to catch a bride away that is without spot and without blemish. He's coming for a bride that has said, I may up my mind. I love Jesus. I love my deliverer. I love my Savior so much that he is first. He's number one in my life. Jesus then goes on to mention worry and trust and says they can, there's only room for one in your life. There are things in this life that cause us to worry. There are things in this life that concern us. 
But Jesus said, I want you to realize that if you'll put your trust and your confidence in me, that I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you unfed. I will not leave you unclothed. I will not leave you wondering, oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to pull through this thing. But Jesus said, I want you to know if I take care of the birds, take care of the fowls of the air, how much more will I take care of one of my children? How much more... If I take time to feed the little sparrow, how much more will I take time to feed you and to clothe you? Hey, if I see the grass of the field and clothe it in beauty, how much more will I love you and move and work in your life? I want to tell somebody tonight, it's God's will for you to put your confidence in Him and say, I may not know where it's coming from, but all I know is God said it'll be all right and he's going to take care of me Psalms 31 and 19 says oh how great is thy goodness which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee which thou hast wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men can I tell you that in the house of the Lord tonight God has goodness laid up for those that fear him and those that trust in him. Would you lift your hands with me right now all across the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, I want you to understand that God is good and he is a mighty awesome God and he has goodness laid up for those that honor him for those that reverence him for those that say here I am Lord I am submitted to you God I want you to have your way in my life he said God has some goodness laid up in store for you and even when it looks like you're running dry God can reach down and give you another handful of goodness and say it's going to be alright for you have put your confidence in me some put their confidence in men, some put their confidence in lawyers, some put their confidence in politicians but as for me I will put my confidence in the king of kings and the lord of lords, Daniel said he sets one down and raises up another and he is in charge of the seasons, there is nothing that God cannot do. Hallelujah. And I tell you, worry will drive you into depression and anxiety and a constant state of fear. Now, I'm not here tonight to make light of anybody that's struggling with depression. My mother was a hard-working lady God-fearing lady. I, matter of fact, I don't know anybody that was as as much of a servant as my mother was. But I seen her when she uh, when she fell and she hurt her back and knee and and messed herself up pretty good. She was a hard worker, but then she found herself laying around in the recliner all day because uh, she wasn't able to get up and do what she was used to do. And that depression grabbed a hold of her. I know what it's like uh, to try to talk to somebody uh, and tell them that God is here in you and God. 
God loves you and God has a plan for your life. Oh, I'm not here to make light of what you're going through, but I just want to magnify God in your eyes if you'll let me do that tonight. I just want to let you know that no matter how dark it is, there is a light that shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot swallow it up. The darkness cannot put it out. The darkness cannot throw it aside. But that light penetrates the darkness and it illuminates right down to where you are. He calls out in the prison and says, come out in my mighty name. He calls out and says, I'm making a way in your life. God said, I've got you. I've got you. Right in the palm of my hand. I care for your every need, for your every movement, for your every moment. And when the pressures of life billow in, and you wonder, man, I just made it through a tough time. And you're starting to feel good again. And you're starting to feel like you're coming out. And all of a sudden, uh, there's that one phone call, that, that one message, that one, uh, that one moment's time that you realize, hey, uh, I'm still uh, in a dark place. I'm still uh, just trying to keep my head above the water, uh, just trying not to drown. Uh, but can I tell you in the house of the Lord tonight, uh, if you'll put your confidence in God, uh, you can realize, hey, uh, that no matter how bad it gets God will see about me he is my help he is my defense he is my shield I trust in him and he has goodness laid up in store hallelujah my wife would make her way to the music Jesus then talks about seeking after material things the things of the world and seeking the kingdom of God. He says, for after these things, all these things, do the Gentiles seek. Now Jesus was talking to a group of Jews that were gathered there. And what he was letting them know was the world, the Gentiles, those that have not even yet opened up my salvation to, the world seeks after all these material things. But it ought not to be that way with you. For your heavenly Father knoweth what you have need of, that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Jesus said, there's a lot of things might not even necessarily be sin. But there's a lot of things that fight you. Say, Daddy, are you doing enough to provide? Mama, are you really as fit as you need to be? God help me, Jesus. Are you really doing all these things, all these things like you need to and and then that, that mental tug of war, that mental struggle. But Jesus said, I just want you to relax and realize you got to put first things first. Seek ye first my kingdom. 
But I don't want you to just stop at seeking my kingdom. Because with the kingdom comes power. And when the kingdom comes authority. And when the kingdom comes a name that is above every name. There's a lot of folks that want to be a part of the kingdom of God. But Jesus said, you got to go deeper than that. You not only need to search after my kingdom, but you need to search after my righteousness and let it be a part of your life. Don't let it just stop with the feel good. Don't let it just stop with the power and the authority. But press beyond that and say, I want to live like him. Jesus said, I wanted to go deeper than for you to just say, hey, I wear his name, but are you righteous? I've been baptized in his name, but are you righteous? Now, don't confuse me tonight. I'm not talking about a self-righteous, arrogant attitude. But I'm talking about a righteousness that will fall on your face and say, Purge me, God, that I might be clean. Something's going to come first. Something's going to come first. Something is going to come first. What will it be tonight? Is it money? And everybody knows we got to have money to survive. We understand that. But is it the love of money? It says, give me, give me, give me. Is it relationships? To say, I just, I, I can't sever that. I got I know it's toxic. I know it's a bad influence. I know they mock me. But I, I can't cut that loose. God help me. I come to plead with you tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. I come to beseech the body of Jesus Christ. You've got to lay everything down and say he is first. He is first. He is my first love. He is my first love. What's fighting for your attention? What's fighting for your time? What's fighting for your love? What's fighting for your devotion? I'm talking to some young ladies tonight. I'm talking to some young men tonight. Don't wait till tomorrow to give your life to God fully. Don't wait till next week to give your life fully over. But put Him first. Put Him first tonight. more than my ambitions more than my dreams more than my own personal desires I put God first I put Him first 
I wonder if anybody got a prayer on the inside of you that says, Lord, I want to be like you. I wonder if anybody got a prayer on the inside of them that, that says, when my neighbors see me, I want them to see you, Jesus. Hey, when my business associates look at me, I want them to see you, Jesus. When my family members look at me, I want them to see you, Jesus. I want them to see a living sacrifice that has presented itself unto God, holy and acceptable. Come on, there needs to be some deep prayers in this house tonight. Come on, there needs to be some soul searching in the house of the Lord tonight. That will say, God, shine your light from heaven on my soul. There needs to be something within you. It will say, rejoice not against me, oh, my enemy. For when I fall, I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Light me up, God. Light up those secret places, those secret sins, those things that I'm holding on to. You gotta let bitterness go. You gotta let hatred go. You gotta let envy go. You gotta let your malice attitude go. You gotta let your jealousy go. You gotta lay it on the altar. You gotta let God be your first love. God, I'm seeking you first. Come on. Come on, young men. Come on, young ladies. Come on, prayer warriors. Come on, elders of God. Come on, let's rally together tonight and say, hey, here in Bendale, Jesus Name Church, we're going to see God manifest in all His glory. For we will be like Him. We will walk like Him. We will talk like Him. We will love like Him. We will give like Him. We will pray like Him. We will give Him to the world. Oh, preacher, it's just a little bitty old thing. I'm way out my notes by this point, but that's all right. I'm coming to tell somebody tonight it might start as something little, it might start as something small, it might be innocent in the very conception, in the very beginning. But can I tell you, Demas forsook Paul, he forsook the call of God that was on his life because he kept looking at the world, and finally, just what he was looking at became more than just an affection. But he began to love what he was looking at, and he walked away. Come on, there ought to be a cry. There ought to be a cry in this house tonight. 
If you're waiting for me to finish preaching to pray, I'm done. I'm finished. Come on, you want to cry out with everything that is within you. You want there to be something in you that says, God, take me back to that old landmark. God, take me back to that place where I fell on my face and I submitted my will to your will. Where I submitted my flesh to that cross and I allowed myself to be crucified. And I said, not yet I live, but Christ lives in me. I got down on my face in Gethsemane and said, not my will, but thy will be done. Come on, mamas. Come on, daddy. Come on, husbands. Come on, wives. Oh, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my part. I'm going to do my part. I refuse to be overcome by the world. I refuse to put something in front of God. I refuse to put my own ambitions in front of the will of God for my life. I refuse to put my own desires above the heavenly desires that God has for me. Lay aside, lay aside every weight, every weight, every sin, every sin. Lay aside every weight, every weight, every sin, every sin. Lay aside. God! I don't want to just be apostolic. I don't want to just be called Pentecostal. But I want you first. I want to be righteous.
crucify my flesh again, oh God. Crucify my flesh again, oh God. Let my desires die on the altar. Till there's nothing left but you, Jesus. We would trade it all to just have you. Nothing left. Reach over, grab somebody by the hand close to you. Come on, come on, come on. Let's pray for one another. Let's pray together. Now I'm going to step out on a limb here. Come on, if you've got anything against anybody, 
I want you to make it right with them right now tonight in the house of God. Don't let anything stand between you and God. Don't let anything stand between you and a move of the Holy Ghost. Say, God, I want you more than anything. God, help me to be right with my brother. Help me to be right with my sister. If I have offended my brother, God, forgive me. If I have offended my sister, God, forgive me. I only want you first, God. I don't want anything to distract from your glory. I don't want anything to distract from you moving in my life. I want you to be front and center. I want you to be my focal point. Come on, intercede for your brother. Intercede for your sister. I love you. I care about you. We're in this thing together. We're in this thing together. Let's tear down the devil's kingdom together. Come on in, Jesus.
of the Lord that's with us tonight. This is what that heavenly treasure, this is how it works in us. So we give ourselves unto it because it's really impossible to lay up heavenly treasures without this heavenly gift that's in earthen vessels he gave us this gift to secure to comfort to guide to come and aid and help us we've formed no doubt two times in the Bible one of the types of the saw that's warned us about the cares of life choking the word of God you can rush over to Revelations to lay the sea in church and how that it's it's reached a point in a place seemingly that has no need of nothing. It's riches and money and 
abilities to supply, but yet we find that church miserable and naked and undone. But thank God for the heavenly treasure. The preaching and services like this that stirs it up. It causes to start to blossom and burn and because this is how we'll attain and hold on to the, His righteousness. It's really not our goodness. Oh, we believe in holiness. We believe in it with everything in us. But, but we know just standards won't save us. Rules, regulations. We can follow them to the T and still wind up in a devil's hell. It's the love. It's that passion. It brings us right back to that heavenly treasure that God invests in each and every one of us through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you, folks, it's working. It's working. Because this is what it takes to heal us. Let's don't kid ourselves. We've all had our share of wounds. We probably all had our share of causing wounds. But thank God for this heavenly treasure that just keeps working. Keeps working in our hearts and our lives and igniting things that sometimes has a tendency to go out. Sometimes just life itself with such a busy schedule and running from Dan to Bessie. We're not really doing sinful things. We're just doing things doing daddy things and mama things and busy with work and one thing the list just goes on you know but it has a tendency to put the fire out but thank God tonight that we're coming back and reconnecting and refocusing and putting priorities where they really belong Seeking first his kingdom, his righteousness. Thank God for this heavenly treasure. It's in an earthen vessel. And sometimes these are earthen vessels will fail us. Sometimes these are earthen vessels will get hurt knees and backs and put us in chairs and send us down roads of despair and and struggle and thank God for the Holy Ghost and that heavenly treasure and men of God vessels of God that God will send by our way to bring us back into connection bring us back I just wonder what Ukraine would do tonight to have this service to have this opportunity Couldn't help but think as service is going on tonight. With all the things that's going on in the world, God still has got time to pay Bendale, Mississippi a visit and to have us on his mind and to move on our behalf. Church, we're blessed. We're really blessed. Don't let the world, don't let the devil. Let 
Don't let minor things, side roads get you. No. I'm going to stay on the main road. I'm going to keep the main thing the main thing. I'm just not going to let them petty things get me all wrapped up. Just going to let the devil know I'm not for sale. I bought this truth. I bought the field with the treasure. And I'm willing to take everything that's in the field to hold on to the treasure and let the treasure hold on to me. Thank God for the treasure. I'm telling you, the treasure becoming more precious this day and time because we're living in a time where Pentecost is, is denying the treasure called the Holy Ghost. Just put us on a little show and put on a little entertainment let's, and then let's go after and eat and do a thing. That's not Pentecost. Really, it's not. This is Pentecost. When we're willing to wait, love Him, let Him love us, mold us, shape us. You and I never reach the place we ain't got to have the, the hand of God, the voice of God in our lives and help us along this way. Thank you, Brother Rouse, for obeying the Lord tonight and preaching the word to us. Thank you, Sister Rouse, for the song and the music. And what a sweet, sweet presence. Don't let it slip away from you. Don't let that, that fire is beginning to kindle, that passion. Don't let it go out from now to tomorrow night. This heavenly treasure is the most precious thing you've ever experienced or been exposed maybe you don't even have the Holy Ghost tonight but but you've been around it enough and felt it enough that you know it's real it's available how blessed we are tonight to have a revelation of this one God this gospel we're blessed here tonight love you tonight appreciate you be back tomorrow night 6.30 prayer time, 7 o'clock service time. God's working, folks. God's working. And He's not working just inside these four walls and among us. He's working out on them highways and byways. You just never know. You just never know who's going to be the next and it may just walk in. <laughs> God pulls out of them dirt piles. Come and help us at this little country church. Love you. Appreciate you. God bless you. Just going to let you be dismissed in the fear of the Lord. God bless you tonight.